0: kick it thanks for pushing play welcome to the blank slate a podcast podcast with conversation how about it i am your host rich Camelucci. on the other side over the skype bandwidth is the mule store himself chris mullet how's it going man i'm a store of mules
1: it is going is it-, it is going huh? all right
0: uh and it's just gonna be us today just us yeah. shooting the shizzle as they say out in the West, which is where you were
1: 15 years ago. Yeah, they said that 15 years ago. Uh, well, real quick, I'd be remiss because I alluded it to you and I'm doing this on every podcast I'm on now because uh, my body is everyone's story now. <laughs> I, I want to make sure that everyone knows how I'm feeling. Uh, so, you know, I wasn't on some podcasts a while back due to kidney stones um a couple weeks go by after that, and uh
0: Richie, kidney stone failure you're gonna piss out a
1: rock, and I did um this it's this is all that fucking blanket's fault, so i a rock oh like a rock i had we've to, we've
0: mentioned the blanket on here before, right
1: if not uh for my bachelor uh for for Your my bachelor party's gift from uh, all my groomsmen was this giant quilt quilted blanket like a yeah like a knit blanket that had the four worst pictures on me ever on it it was me as jeffrey the giraffe it was me after eating cheddar bay biscuits it was me in like my one modeling photo shoot i ever did against a tree against a tree and (laughs) it was me with my face in a bag
0: and and the jeffrey the giraffe one you weren't it wasn't just a jeffrey the giraffe costume it was you in the costume but the head was off right. and your sweaty melty self was in it and that was the picture. You were <laughs> looking never absolutely never been described
1: as melty before.
0: <laughs> melty. Uh so and then oh,
1: I almost made a pun that I can't make. Uh, I almost did it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, oh, I hate us. So and on that blanket it said Chris Mullet 1987 2014 <laughs> and that I was going to die the following year so it's we gave you know, you a year what we gave you a year yes, you know to really too, live it up i i am cutting it close man um so you might remember a few years ago i had a a, a problem with my sciatica um
0: we're gonna make
1: ah that's another reference i can't make but whatever <laughs> or remember, i'm gonna later. write these Go. all down um so I had a problem with my sciatica. I got some exercises. I started going to a chiropractor. And after a couple months, it kind of just went away. It kind of creeped back up every now and then. But, you know, I either just got used to it or it kind of went away. So I started to notice, you know, from laying on that side so much um, from the kidney stones that I started to get some pain. Thought, oh, you know, it's just it's flaring up, whatever. So after I kind of got better with my kidney stone in the basketball season, getting me all amped up, I went out to play some basketball in my neighborhood. Um, There were two dads and their kids out there playing. They needed a six. We played a little three-on-three. I whooped these kids' asses. Um, Absolutely destroyed these kids. Um, Unfortunately, however, uh, my side started to ache, and as I cut to the hoop, quote one of the kids, like LeBron, mind you, um, I landed and totally, totally, totally fucked my fucking sciatica up.
0: Real quick, go back. How old was this kid, would you say? He's like 12. So he's dumb as hell. <laughs>
1: he wasn't bad. I mean, you know, he wasn't bad. He's probably better than Nate Robinson. But in um, <laughs> shot selection, at least. Um, so to- as soon as I landed, I was like, fuck. And the guy's like, yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's wrap this up. Let's finish it. Of course, I played a game and a half later. Um, get home can barely move. Worst, oh, not, not kidney stone pain, but like worst pain of my fucking life have to go back to the chiropractor, and I have a almost stage three pinched nerve in my right side Um that's going to require a, probably about two months' worth of chiropractor visits, which thankfully are, thankfully are free with my insurance, to correct me. Uh You can literally look at me and see that I am in the shape of an S almost. Again? Again. Again. So... uh so, of course, what did we do? We went to Vegas and walked around a lot.
0: Like, dude. <sighs> Thank God you were never a professional athlete.
1: No, I know. I, I, would, have been, I would have been the Zildrunas Ogaskis, the Arvita Sabonis, the Bill Walton. I would have been No, no, you of-
0: wouldn't. Because those people actually made it to where, like, their health <laughs> I
1: lasted would have
0: them long enough <laughs> to where you, they can get to the stage where you know who they are. Yeah, I am. If you ever played high school athletics, you would have been decimated, stricken to a wheelchair for the rest of your life, I'm sure.
1: I, oh, fuck, I can't make that reference either, son of a bitch. Um... <laughs> right, we need to hurry up, wrap this one up so we can get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, so I have an ice pack on right now, 30 minutes on, 30 minutes off. I'm going through all the chiropractors. He's adjusting me, so standing up to work is a lot of fun. I am hobbling. I it was a long weekend physically for a mule store, um, but it was fun. Nevertheless, so so everyone's up to date. So I look forward to the next episode when I can tell you guys that I need to get. I'm not even going to make jokes because they'll happen. I was going to say well, I need to get my left wisdom teeth out or some bullshit, but um I'm on the mend. I'm trying to make myself better, faster, stronger. <laughs> but I'm actually just a goddamn mess.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's not going to change. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not going to change. You're just delaying the inevitable. And huh. not even that far off of an inevitable. So that's
1: where I land on that one. Here, you know, two good things about all this. Number 1, I'm losing a lot of weight, which is good. Um <laughs> That's probably just going to be something else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm losing a lot of weight cuz after the stone stuff, I've I've uh I've basically cut soda out of like my fucking routine for good oh like, for
0: good this time well
1: i mean like i'll still have like one but like not like 19 million like i would have inevitably have um it's not relative man it's... well no but if i find out once i actually see what the kidney stone is made of because they haven't given me those results yet i can actually pinpoint and see what i really 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 need to take out of it's well, that then then I should also fine. probably just stop drinking soda altogether
0: anyway as we all should as a society well yeah i mean uh but, oh dear god this hey. is this is gonna be the next 45 minutes by the way we're not talking about anything else i teased <laughs> i i sent out a tweet teasing we're gonna talk vegas we're not talking vegas we're, we're gonna have an intervention right now about my life yeah um, if you if you don't drink soda for a year on the year mark i will give you a chip and not like a potato chip like an AA chip oh
1: <laughs> Uh, you know it's funny. I was bragging about losing a ton of weight today, and I had an entire bag of chocolate-covered potato chips. I'm I'm turning into fucking Augie, dude. Yeah,
0: except Augie's built for it.
1: Oh well, yeah, it's hockey.
0: That ha- d- don't play hockey, dear God, don't play hockey.
1: Who me? <laughs> no, I'm not fucking kidding me.
0: Me It'll on be just, like, a crash test dummy and the the toys, not the band.
1: Mm-hmm. Not the band. Um, that girl. Yeah, I'll be a fine. I'll be okay. I feel bad taking up all this time talking about my body. Let's talk about some fun stuff.
0: Well, it's not exactly like your body's a wonderland. Your body's a dumpster. Not a dumpster. A, a, a garbage dump. Is what I meant. No, nah, you know, same. Whatever. Oh no, garbage dump is bigger. You're right. Yeah, and dumpster. I just think a cum dumpster, and that's not what you are.
1: I think I've been called that once before. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, I think Keaton called me a cum dumpster once. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I vividly remember like cuz I made the same face when you called it like when you said it right now I'm like, "Oh, that's like no comeback from that." It's not true at all. Like I've never <laughs> dumped cum, but it's still just like the most demoralizing thing ever.
0: <laughs> Nor be- have you been a dumpster for cum. No. But in the context of our friend Keaton, that makes total sense.
1: Absolutely. Also, the fact that the, the like there are people that get paid for a living that, like, after, like, doing horrible things <laughs> to say they're a cum dumpster. So good on them, you know? Yeah, that's something they put on their resume. Exactly. Cum dumpster, 2004 to 2009. Um, <laughs> Duties and responsibilities
0: were. Dump and cum. This is, this is a, you still, this you need to take this upon yourself to finally have that porn podcast with Whitten. I know.
1: I need to. I need to. And, so just... and this
0: will be a topic.
1: It's almost start. did not come dumping go.
0: <laughs> I've, I I have a feeling and a hope that that one is just going to turn into an anthology series.
1: I think it will. I was going to say I say come dumping, and I hear papal papers ruffling in the background. Like, Hold on, let me go to the seas.
0: <laughs> my files. <laughs> Everything else is digital, but my porn files are still analog.
1: He's got a fucking filing
0: cabinet
1: of porn. That'd be great. Oh man. So all right, we keep
0: shirking our responsibilities of yes. talking what we said we were going to talk about. Vegas, man.
1: Vegas, uh, baby. Augie's...
0: The, the only person I know that's spoke about a Vegas trip ad nauseum is our friend Augie, yes. who you, you know, if you listen to the show, you probably know from the other show and other stuff. He yeah. hasn't been on one. No, he
1: was on the Game of Thrones one. Never mind. Yes. Right. So and you know. Hopefully we're going to have him on one very, very soon. He's online. Have we tried to call him at all? No. Uh, I'm just going to I'm just going to try to add him to the group call and see if he answers. Yeah. If I meant he, to suggest does, getting I meant to suggest getting him on. Uh, I thought I thought we were going to and then I remembered what time we were starting and I was like, but he works from home. He he could be doing nine different things right now. He could be working, true. he could be playing hockey, see the call failed. He could yeah. be he could be rustling a chicken for some $5 bills. <laughs> Who knows with him. Um but yeah, so yeah, he's the only person in our group of friends that I've known that has gone as well. I mean, I have had family that has gone before. Um, I am built for Vegas. Um, well, I'm not built for much of anything anymore. But personality and interest wise, Vegas is my cup of tea. Um, you've never, you've never been, right? No. Okay. Uh, it's. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe. It. Have you ever been? In, you've been to New York City. Mm-hmm. It's like NYC. It's a more degenerate New York City. Okay. And you mix in a little bit of Miami, like a sprinkle of Miami, like some of the class, like the classlessness of Miami. That's more than a sprinkle, my friend. (laughs) That is the whole uh, swirl on top. Um, Yeah, it's. We had to wash all of our clothes <laughs> because they just reeked of everything, <laughs> but uh yeah, it was a lot of fun. I guess I'll just kind of go through the trip and then just if you have what questions do you have like do you have any questions about Vegas like what not, like what do you want?
0: not really i probably my one question is the least interesting question I could ask, and it's just how r- remember when the Oh, housing market bombed, I guess, in two thousand eight. And there yeah. was all this unfinished construction in Vegas. Yeah. Is it still
1: unfinished? Um, there was a little bit. Uh not as much as you'd think. There's one giant section um near the I always get my directions confused. I have it pulled up here on Wikipedia. Uh the north side of um the north side of Las Vegas Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um they have a big section that's still being put together. Um, there are a couple newer hotels like the Aria and the Lynx are are like brand new. Um, so that's all done. But definitely as you get closer to Fremont Street, like old downtown Las Vegas, there's uh, a lot of room to, for expansion and opportunity. Um, most everything there's, like, two divisions of Vegas. There is the stuff that's brand new or has really held up and stood the test of time, and there's the stuff where it's like, wow, we have not come up with anything else or the money yet to knock this shit down. Um, I mean, I'll kind of just go up and down the strip to kind of, like, give you an idea. Like, uh, Sam and I say to the Excalibur, um, of course, every hotel has, like, <laughs> its, its theme. Um, Excalibur is the, like, as you would imagine, kind of like the the knight and Merlin themed, you know, like the mystical dragon themed hotel. Um, definitely older. I think it was built in like 90 or 91 from the outside. It looks like a ridiculous like pot putt course. It's just it's just a big ass castle mm-hmm. um, inside. It definitely shows its age compared to a lot of the other hotels. It's something we'd never stay at again. Um, also, the only shows they have there are they have the Tournament of Kings, which is medieval times and they have uh the thunder down under the Australian Chippendale show. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, which uh was riveting. How was that? Uh, <laughs> I was I just imagining you're looking at my DVD tower thunder down under. How was that one? Um but uh no, didn't didn't manage to make it to that one. Um so it was I mean it was cool again they had like an arcade downstairs for kids. It's probably definitely one of the um definitely one of the uh more family themed ones, although they did have this really cool restaurant there called Dick's Last Resort. I don't know if you've ever heard of it before or not, but it's like yeah, one there's
0: of, one actually in Chicago.
1: Yeah, it's one like one of those insult restaurants. Hmm. Um, it was really good. It was a cool experience. Um, which reminds me, I meant to mention you. Have you gone to the Wiener Circle yet? No. You need to. I I've heard amazing things about that place in terms of the food and also getting racially abused.
0: <laughs> there was uh, this one place up here that. Is apparently was apparently legendary called Hot Dogs, mm-hmm. And like about a few weeks after I moved up here, they were closing. And not because they needed to or anything. The guy just wanted to get out of the business. And it's like, oh, all right. Well, I just moved up here and this place is about to close and it's legendary. I should probably get my ass over there. And I do. Well, I don't actually because I, I look up some news stories and I just Google like where the place is and all these news stories come up. About people s- about four hour long lines and people selling their spots in line on Craigslist for over four hundred dollars. Holy shit! And so yeah, you know what? I can make a
1: hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Thanks, hot Doug. Um, so yeah, so that was that was cool. That was what we did the first night when we got in. Um, how you've been on the West Coast before, right?
0: The farthest west I've actually ever been is Arizona.
1: Okay, so you're but that's still is that two hours back or is that three?
0: I think it's three. Okay. I don't remember. I was
1: in like fifth grade or something. That fucked me up. The jet lag? Because also you gotta figure this we went right after daylight savings time as well. So <laughs> so like this the first Sunday of November was daylight savings time, so we so we gained an hour. Yeah. So I'm already kind of like wonky from work. We left Wednesday, our flight left Wednesday, I think it was like 5 o'clock Eastern time, and we got into Vegas, we had a holdover in Dallas, where thankfully we didn't have to get off the plane, but we got into Vegas at like 8 o'clock Vegas time, but it was technically 11 o'clock our time, Mm -hmm. so it was like a six hour flight, and then you get there, and it's like, oh, we should do stuff, and then we went up going to bed like at 4 o'clock in the morning, technically. And it was just a lot of catching up the following day. Also, uh, from what you heard at the beginning, uh, don't have a pinched nerve and fly. Ooh, mm. yeah. It's because, I, I mean, me in general, I'm one. Like, I don't fly very well. Like, my knees are killing me afterwards. I have to have an aisle seat. And we flew southwest, and there's no assigned seats on southwest. And everyone just gets in, sits in the middle, or tries to sit, you know, where no one's going to sit next to them. And you have to finagle around with everything. Um, so the jet lag fucked me, fucked me up, especially on the way back as well, because we left at four and we got back at eight, but then it was technically 11. We had to go to work the next fucking day. Um, so the time thing, but it was kind of cool to like, wake up, go downstairs, have breakfast and it's like 1030 and like the afternoon football games are on. Yeah. Um, that, that, that was really cool. But, um, also time just went so much slower it was really relaxing like we'd go to a bunch of different places hit up a bunch of casinos because for me vacation always goes by very fast Mm -hmm. like if i'm on a cruise it's like oh what time is it fuck it's like six o'clock already i haven't done anything today for here we go to a bunch of casinos sit at tables eat what time is it oh it's only noon hell we have the entire day left still um so yeah so we got in uh walked around um Sam, uh, as I told you, and I think you asked about it before, was doing this, like, Facebook stuff. Um, they have a big promotion in a lot of these different places where you play, like, like casino games on Facebook. And you can redeem the fake points for, like, real things. So we had, like, buy one, get one free, like, every buffet. And, like, buy one, get one free shows, like, stuff like that. So that was awesome. Um, the following day uh, was just kind of staying in our surroundings. Food. Let's, let's talk about food. That sounds like a salt and pepper song.
0: Let's talk about My food, baby.
1: So um food. Uh kind of go over all the things I had. I already talked about dicks. Uh Vegas buffets, man. God damn it. Gotta love them. Um I mean,
0: you- much in the same way that there are certain hubs all over the world for different things. Vegas is a buffet hub. It's it's a it's a epicenter. Absolutely. I, which, I would imagine.
1: Which was crazy because um so we had $400 in food credit between the Luxor and the Excalibur uh, and we barely used it. We barely used all of it by the end of it. Um, but they also have those like great in- things. Like I don't really get all that. Like they had a hot dog on a stick and I was like, Oh, I want hot dog on a stick. They had, uh, they had crispy cream. Was it exactly
0: what you thought it would be?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't actually end up having it. Cause no. I was like, there's so much other shit everywhere, but I, I, I've had hot dog on a stick before and they're really good. um, they had Krispy Kreme there with the Ghostbusters donuts. If I could have mailed you one, I would have.
0: Uh,
1: but I did take a picture for you because, I, again, I was like, I have dessert everywhere else. I'm not going to eat a Krispy Kreme donut right now. Yeah. Um, but I did end up hitting uh, non buffet related uh, two burger places I've always wanted to go to. Um, so I had Fat Burger, which I've heard, um, I'd heard decent things about, but wasn't impressed. And uh, after a depressing Saturday, which I'll get to later. Um, hit up In-N-Out Burger before they close uh, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was it was really good. It, it, it wouldn't be in my top five. I know Augie was promoting the shit out of it and everybody says that it's like the best burger ever. I, I unfortunately was not overwhelmed, but it was still very good.
0: Yeah, last time I talked to Augie about In-N-Out Burger, he was sort of backpedaling uh, in the idea that he was afraid that he's talked it up so much that it wouldn't really be able to live up to the type of hype that he's personally talked about it to us. Yeah, well, I wish I was in that conversation. But (laughs) even beyond that, a lot of people still sing the praises of In-N-Out Burger. Absolutely. I mean, mean, at a certain point, there's only a
1: ceiling to how good a burger can be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'd much rather do our old Gainesville Standby Relish or Burger 21 or a couple of places I have in Ohio than than in an outer fat burger. Um, but the buffets, uh, I love impressive breakfast buffets. Like I'm more of a breakfast buffet guy just because it's like I don't know. I, it's breakfast to me is so rare that I actually get to eat it and it's like like the full blown thing. Like if I eat breakfast, it's gonna be like fruit or you know, a bowl of cereal. It's like, no, just here's here's 17 pounds of eggs. Enjoy. Here's uh, here's a giant thing of gravy that I just want to bathe in. Enjoy. Um, uh, the dinner buffets, we had uh, one of the top five in Vegas at Caesars Palace, um, which is, I, I started to see the taxi things for um, certain seafood buffets, and I saw crab legs. And after your talk with Tim, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. I, I've never really ventured into this. I'm going to try it. And I'm sorry, but I didn't do it. And I have two reasons why. Number okay. one, I need to be with you.
0: I expressed that when you, te- when you sent me a text message yes. saying that you were going to do it. And I was supportive, but I, <laughs> I was I was more so concerned that just jumping in with nobody to guide you would sour your experience. Right.
1: Exactly. I mean, Sam, Sam has done crab legs before, but to know not to disregard her at all, she's not you when it comes to crab legs. I grew up on the crab legs. It's true. Uh, the second thing was um, also if I'm going to do crab legs for the first time, I'm not going to do buffet crab legs. Because well, I,
0: I mean, I would imagine Vegas buffet crab legs
1: are damn good. They didn't. It, it looked pretty gross. <laughs> again was this at caesar's palace yes really it just looked like in all honesty everything i looked at looked like it had like zero meat on it
0: that's disappointing
1: yeah i mean again i'm not i don't know what i'm really talking about when it comes to crab legs so i could have been totally Mm. wrong but i did see this little asian lady that took the tongs and basically almost emptied the bucket (laughs) on her plate (laughs) yeah um but yeah, I was like, I need to wait for Rich and I need to do it. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it upright. And I'm going to do it like at an, like an actual crab place. Okay. Um, so uh, but yeah, food was, food was really good. Um, the thing I, I really enjoyed uh, food-wise was just seeing like people out of their element in Vegas and like out eating me and they're like half my size. Like, you could tell, like, people go to Vegas and they're like, here we go. This is it. I'm never going to eat this much ever again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to gorge myself while I can.
1: I, I, uh, at Caesar Palace, I, I really didn't eat that much at Caesar's Palace. I had like a couple plates because they just had so much. So I didn't have like, I had a lot, but I didn't have a lot of trips.
0: Mm-hmm. There was this
1: kid next to me. He must have been like 15, 16 years old, a growing boy. And, uh, like, the Grinch's heart, he grew three sizes that day, I think, because. <laughs> God damn if every time he didn't bring that plate back, he had like a giant thing of prime rib and then like more pasta. I was like, you go, young man.
0: So what was some of the best stuff you had? Um, The best stuff
1: I had. Oh, man. The, the prime rib at Caesar's Palace was was pretty nice. Um was very good. And I make a pretty good prime rib myself for, for Christmas, but that that was very good prime rib. Uh my favorite buffet out of every place, uh, and I can't really pick like one thing just overall, the breakfast buffet at the Mandalay Bay was fucking bonkers. What was in it? Uh I mean just standard stuff, but the eggs were perfect. Uh the biscuits I'm a huge biscuit and gravy guy, so it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, they had awesome breakfast potatoes. Um, no, they there you see like, uh, hash browns at a breakfast buffet. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're always like the breakfast potatoes. So these are yeah. really, really good. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Let me think. Any waffles? Waffles. Yeah, they were okay. Uh, I like the ones at the Luxor better. Um, the French toast was very, very good. Dude. Ooh,
0: I, I am very angry with my neighborhood. I've been, I've been getting up like early every day, and I'm you know doing this thing where I'm, I'm recording audiobooks, so I, I'm trying to put myself on an actual work schedule. Mm-hmm. So I get up at 6.30 in the morning, take a shower, get ready to go out, and, and I go out and get some coffee, and then come back and start working. Like, trying to give myself an honest day's work. Yeah. And I was checking out some of, like, the the coffee houses and some of the breakfast places in, uh, in my neighborhood, and then I Googled some, and I because I had a hanker in a hard hankering for some French toast. Yeah. And I there's not a single place within a reasonable distance of my apartment that has fucking French toast. And I'm pissed. That sucks. I'm
1: pissed. Um next time you're in, next time you visit here in Florida, whenever that'll be, we'll still be in this area. We have an awesome breakfast place really close to us called the Avalon Diner. It's kind of like a like a nicer Peach Valley. Yeah. Everything about that place is immaculate. Both times I've gone there, it's been the best breakfast I've ever had. And again, it's just basic steak and eggs, you know, hash browns, Mm -hmm. toast, whatever, but it's something about it. If a place can make my toast perfect twice in a row, you get five gold stars from me because it is very hard to get consistent. Like even just fucking toast. It's, it's seems like impossible for a lot of places to do. Um,
0: Chicago's diner game is, is pretty lax. There's this, One place that's pretty good off Belmont that's called Clark's, but that's, as far as I know, that's really the only place I've gone
1: to diner wise. It's been good. Yeah. Um, The other non, uh, we went to two non buffet places uh, (laughs) uh, elsewhere. Uh, Our Friday night, uh, we went, was it Friday or Saturday? It doesn't matter. Um, It was Friday. Um, We went to the Tender Steakhouse, which was the nice steakhouse in the Luxor, Um, you know, your normal, you know, Fucking super expensive steakhouse was really really good. Um, had amazing, amazing cheese, which is coming from me. I mean, my wife is the Michael Jordan of eating cheese. Yeah,
0: Sam must have lost
1: her shit that night. Well, I mean, she yeah, she was she was enjoying it. She was you know for her you know I'm an uncultured cheeseman, uh, <laughs> but but for her you know she she was still having fun. And then uh, Saturday night we went to Gordon Ramsay's English pub at um, at. Uh, where was that at? Was it Caesar's? No, it was somewhere else. I forget where it was. um But yeah, got some bangers and mash, some fish and chips, and I was ready to like call him out as like this shit better be good. You're Gordon Ramsay, and it was it was fantastic. Had a pint and some bangers and mash was top notch. So food food did not disappoint. Um, uh, let's talk gambling. Um, <laughs>
0: so how much you lose?
1: All right, here's what happened. So uh, the cruise I went on earlier this year, Sam and I became, through her mother, became uh, really big fans of this game called Three Card Poker. It's very fun, very relaxing, but it's probably your best odds to win against the dealer. Basically, you get three cards, you ante, you get three cards, you decide if you want to play, you match your ante bet, And if your three cards form a better poker hand than the dealer, you win both bets. If you don't qualify, you just win one bet. There's also a a third bet you can make called the pair plus where you can, um, if you get a pair or anything above, there's certain payouts to it. All the way up to 40 to 1 odds if you get a straight flush. We made like $1,200 on the cruise playing this game. Like we were just on fire hitting straight flushes and three of a kinds. We were like, oh man, Vegas, that's going to be our game first night we found that the Excalibur you know while it was housing us was not kind to our wallets and lost we were down early a couple hundred next day uh went to the Luxor um made a little bit back, walked down to a New York New York, rolled the roller coaster, which almost killed me Really was it because of my your si- pinched nerve because of my pinched nerve number one, but also worst roller coaster I've ever been on by a country mile. <laughs> Really? So, well, number one, it was, like, $14 a person to ride. Mm. Yeah, just the the fucking logistics of it. I was like, no, thank you. But we did it anyway. It was just, like, there's one big drop, one cool little twist, and the rest is just nothing but bumps. Mm. It was just bumpy. Um, the New York, New York itself, though, for, like, all the themed hotels, like Excalibur's got the Mystic theme, the Elixir's got, like, the Egyptian thing. New York, New York having, go figure, a New York theme was um was really really cool. We just walked around that mostly um and saw that. But played a little 3 card, played a little blackjack as well. I've decided fuck blackjack. It sucks. I hate it. Never playing it again um because you're always with some fucking there's never I've never been at a perfect blackjack table. I never will be. There's always some fucking dick at my blackjack table that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And sorry, he's normally Indian. Um <laughs> So, lost more money there. Uh, So, again, we're down. Went over the MGM Grand, and can't make those references. Uh, (laughs) um, And finally started to get a little bit of momentum. Um, The thing I found, it's all about your dealer. If your dealer is cool, you're going to have a good time, and your (laughs) cards are going to be better. If your dealer has been in Vegas for 30 years, his name, like, fucking Bill... And doesn't say a goddamn word the entire time. Your cards aren't just going to have good vibes to them. Yeah. Uh, so the MGM and Graham, we kind of had a cool dealer. Made a little scratch back as well. Um, Went over to Planet Hollywood, which was also very cool. Heard a lot of good things from her mom. Um, Started to build a little bit of momentum. Started to get our money back a little bit. Started to get our mojo underneath us. Um, Still down. I only played one night of poker. Like actual Texas Hold'em poker. Because being on a vacation with my wife, I felt like, you know, I was more about spending time with her and having a good time. Because I enjoy playing three card poker.
0: Then the actual reason that you went out
1: there? Was to, 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 to make money. Yeah. Um, so I played in a $45 sit-and-go no-limit table uh, tournament at the Luxor. Because um, they were the only ones that had, like, close to me that I could walk like at a tournament, like, at 11.30 at night. It was about I think it ended up being, like... 40 people or well, three buys I think it was like 30 people um you saw the thing on Facebook I almost knocked a guy out that looked exactly like our friend Brad Berghoff because he was fucking drunk and annoying and an asshole yes um t- took me two and a half hours um to not knock him out but it only took me five minutes for him to get just pissed just as pissed off as me just by being myself playing poker uh, <laughs> which is just me sitting there not saying anything <laughs> Because I was I was in so much pain, like I was in agony that night. I was wearing my Bo Jackson jersey because I was trying to rise above it. And uh, yeah, I just I fucking bluffed him on this great play, and it cost him like like two grand in like tournament chips. And then he just wouldn't shut up about it, and I just sat there and didn't say a word. Um, ended up knocking him out. Ended up becoming the chip leader, and then uh, realized that it wasn't going to end well because this. Tournament had blinds raised every ten minutes. oh So it starts. You get like I think we got like five grand in chips and start twenty five fifty. It's doubling every ten minutes. So I thankfully accumulated like enough chips to where I had everybody at the table covered, and we kept knocking people out at our table. The other table still had like eight fucking people and they were all even. So once I once once I got down to the final table, the blinds were like two thousand four thousand. So every, every hand, the, the, the chip lead was changing. Because whoever played the hand, even if you just won the blinds, you were gaining like two grand. Um, so I ended up getting low stacked and just scraped by because one guy made a stupid mistake and got third. So I cashed. I had my first live tournament cash that wasn't in the comfort of somebody's home. Um didn't get a bracelet. You went out and bought
0: yourself a bracelet. No.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that got us back up to about even. Mm-hmm. Then Friday hit. Friday was our day. Friday, we hit up. Um, Friday, we hit up Caesar's Palace. By Zingri's uh, demand, we hit up the Venetian, which was gorgeous. Mm. Uh, it's... It's the the Italians know what they're doing, man. Uh, hey, how about it? The Venetian was absolutely wonderful. Like if I go back, that's where I want to stay just because it's so nice. You can go. We didn't do the gondola ride, but do the gondola ride. Just walk around. Just looking at the fucking surroundings. I'm not like a scenic guy. The Venetian's gorgeous. Um, had great luck there. Had this awesome dealer that kept hitting us really good. Um, had a lot of luck at the Mirage as well, which I think is where the good buffet was that I was talking about. Um, oh no that's where the steakhouse was um didn't go to the bellagio yet um unfortunately missed a couple like big vegas things like we didn't see the mirage's volcano we didn't see the fountain at the bellagio um you know we we were too busy like taking everything else in i was like i've seen that stuff on tv you know i want to see like the inside and see everything else that makes it up yeah um and then that night at the Luxor is we played like three cards like two and a half hours with this really cool firefighter from Alaska, which has got to be a riveting job. <laughs> ha- has to be full of fun. Um and we were we were having great luck with our dealer Chuck, lucky Chuck. Um and that's the night I got fucking drunk because this guy started ordering Jaeger Bombs. And I don't do Jaeger Bombs, but I did Jaeger Bombs. <laughs> Because, because uh, little known secret about Vegas, scratch that. Everyone knows it. You drink yeah. for free when you're sitting at the table. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I took advantage. Um, plus, also, we had this four hundred dollar food credit as well. So, like, if we were just walking around and I wanted to go outside with a beer and didn't feel like sitting at a table, it was still free for me to go up and order like a nine dollar beer. Um. So we we're out super late, and then Saturday hit. Now, on our way at the uh, on the plane, we were sitting next to some guy who was going home to Canada and was talking about Vegas with us. And he goes, just remember, nobody makes money in Vegas on Saturday and Sunday. Thursday and Fridays are going to be your days. But Saturday, nobody wins in Vegas. This Canuck was right. We went to uh, where we go on Saturday. We started okay. We did all right at Harrah's um kind of up and down. And here's the fucking shit kicker about uh 3 card. At every 3 card table, they have little differences. On top of the pair plus, they have another sucker bet um where it's either um it's either you play 6 card with the dealer, you play the progressive and it's between $1 to $5 and there's a giant cash pool for it. So there was one like the the um the Firefighter, the Alaskan Firefighter hit one where it was like between him and the dealer they had like a five card straight. He won 200 bucks just for playing a dollar on that. But if you get like a straight flush, it's like $1200. And if you hit the royal, the running total for some of them is like 350 grand or a million. Um my very first hand at the Excalibur, I was one card away from the royal flush. It would have been $88,000 very firsthand she's like i oh, because on the casino they don't play those progressive bets so they explained it to me i'm like oh yeah i'll play it for a dollar i'm not even noticing and i think i had like the jack 10 of clubs and the dealer had the ace king and the girl the woman that's been sitting there for like an hour and a half was like oh was like what she goes you almost hit the world.' i'm like oh yeah look at that she goes do you have any idea how much money that be <laughs> and i'm like no she goes it's 25 of that and i look at the number and i'm like oh god damn it <laughs> Wow. Because it was – and I, I had a number in my head of how much money I wanted to make to quit my job, and <laughs> it, it was over that number. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, so it was very first hand. But And I just kept playing them, but then you think about it, the odds of them, you know, they only play with one deck too. It's not like blackjack and you're playing with four decks. Right. They shuffle between every single hand, so you just got one deck. So your odds are really good or better than what you normally think of in a casino. Yeah. But it's five some of them it's $5 a pop for that. Eesh. So you're making so if you win your full hand you're getting 10 but you're you're only winning 5 every single time. So it's it's depreciating your your returns. Um so we went down to Circus Circus. If you've never been to Vegas before, avoid Circus Circus at all costs. It is the family hotel. It's okay. so old. It's based around a circus. That's okay, why okay. it's in the name twice. Yeah. Uh they have a giant adventure dome theme park inside with all these shitty carnival rides and like a Happy Feet 4D ride um and a Batman laser tag thing. I really wanted to do but i might side. Um but man, I've never heard so many crying children in one roof before that wasn't Disney. Um that start I think just being there started started our downfall because on the way on the walk back every casino we hit we just started losing and losing and losing. We lost a lot at the Bellagio. We got down again. And then that night we tried to make it up at our old stand by the Luxor. That didn't work. Went down to Fremont Street, downtown Vegas, which was beautiful. But at that point, I was in such a bad mood (laughs) from all the losing that uh, we were in Binion's for about 20 minutes. Uh, Lost a couple hundred dollars in 20 minutes. Uh, Another another Vegas tip. Don't have your dealer be like one of the pussycat dolls because they do these themes now where they have like the sexy dealers yeah and so we passed by one i think it was at um i think it was at caesar's palace where he literally had like the pussycat doll casino <laughs> and there's like you know 10 whores dressed up which is saying something uh uh remind me i gotta talk about something to you off air um <laughs> okay <laughs> um, i have a
0: feeling i know what it is but go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um, lost my train of thought so yeah so and like the dealers dealers. and the thing is like all the other dealers sure like most of them are foreigners but they know what they're doing and they're really good at math they're really quick i don't want this girl to be my dealer she probably has no idea what she's doing uh but at binions they had like a, a cowboy one and it was the only two seats we had available so we went there wow i've never lost money so quickly to such a dumb woman it was soul crushing. Um, so we saw the lights, they had a bunch of stuff blocked off. They had like a journey cover band, or fuck if I know, probably could have been journey, um, playing on Fremont Street. So it's like, oh yeah, there's a gold nugget, there's the fucking cowboy, you know, there's all that stuff. We went back, tried to make more money. We we ended up losing pretty much everything.
0: So what'd you guys end up at?
1: You want an actual number?
0: Eh, whatever you're comfortable giving,
1: ah, uh, about a grand.
0: Okay, that's not that as bad as I thought. No, would be. but we were. What's okay. that, What's the most you guys were up?
1: Uh, up probably around like four hundred.
0: Oh, all right.
1: And here's the other thing to consider as well: we were paying for, in cash for a lot of stuff as yeah. well. Like yeah. you know, if we you know we took cabs. Unfortunately, we took way more cabs than I wanted to. From yeah. how much I didn't want to walk. Um, back and forth to different places. And then if we were, walk- again, walking by real quick, just paying for, for drinks or stuff, you know, so that's just in gambling money how much we lost. Um, and ev- and it, from my first, yeah, everybody seems to lose their first time. Um, I just am pissed that, you know, I didn't have a certain strategy and go about it, but I know for next time and it will be rectified. I take it you didn't place any football bets? Oh, uh, dude, no, I didn't. It was just cool just to fucking see the giant race, uh, the, just the giant race in sports room. I The first day, I went and got a future sheet, um, an, an up-to-date future sheet, and I couldn't put that Cavs uh, East bet that I wanted to. I was going to, but the odds were, it's 9 to 5.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that was in the midst of, we were, we were what, 1 in 3? I was mm. waiting for it to update. I thought it was going to go down. It didn't fucking go down. I wanted to at least get a little bit sweeter action on it, mm-hmm. but, and then of course we fucking win two games in a row and making an ass of myself in the casino, like watching the, watching them destroy, uh, who'd we, who we play on Friday night? Uh, who'd we play before the Pelicans? I don't even remember. Who are we killing? Um, that's going to drive me nuts. Oh, the Nuggets. Watching this like destroy the Nuggets and like, they're like, sir, it's your turn. I'm like, yeah, yeah whatever. it's the best we've looked all season
0: um so yeah against one of the worst teams in the league
1: goddamn right um yeah so i it was cool to be be in there but again i i know what the minimum bets are for those things and i didn't i didn't know how to recover those things from how far away i am it wasn't worth the research um but it was (laughs) cool to like be in that atmosphere especially on sunday and watch people going nuts sitting there like watching their Children's oh, college God. funds going by the, oh, wayside. um oh, that would have been awesome, and just again, like I said, just seeing the board and seeing like I'm like, man, maybe i'll maybe I will put some money on this Bernard Hopkins fight <laughs> that I think was going on while I was there. I don't even know where it was, probably the m g m um yeah, so that was that was really cool uh casino wise something I wanted to mention to you, um, I was trying to take pictures of everything, but of course, in the casino that's yeah. kind of frowned upon, yeah, um. My mother warned me that pretty much every casino in Vegas is the same. And that, that, for the most part, that's that's true. I mean, mm-hmm. all the all the tables and all the, the machines are the same. But by God, has pop culture not taken over the slot machine? Oh, 100 percent. In an yeah. amazing way. Uh, I could have taken a picture for every single one of my friends for something very special. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ghostbusters slot machine was very cool. Oh, man. The original 1960s Batman slot machine was even cooler. Oh. Man, you saw what I posted today, right? Yeah, I know. Oh, trust me, I, I already looked at it yesterday. Jeez, I already looked at it yesterday. I it, I would get it for you or Robert for Christmas, but I want you guys to knife each other when you move out over it.
0: <laughs> um, I think I think I have a stronger affinity for that version of Batman than than he does. Probably,
1: yeah. Um. So yeah, the Ghostbusters awesome. There was an alien one, which was super cool. Um. Uh, The only I only saw it. I think the Venetian. They had a Mad Men one, which of course I had to put money into. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was awesome. Uh, Of course, like all the lame ones, like fucking they had Sex in the City. Yeah, The the Hangover has taken over that city. Every fucking every single gift shop has fucking Zach Zach Galifianakis Wolfpack shirts. Only different one I saw was, of course, thankfully at Caesar's Palace they had one that said, "Is this the real Caesar's Palace with his face on it?" I was like, that one's okay. But the other 700 go fuck themselves. It's different, yeah. Yeah. Um, i remember some of the other ones. Wizard of Oz. Uh, i trying to remember some of the other cooler ones. Also, They had a Walking Dead one um, mm. based off the first season. I'm trying to remember some of like, the the really ridiculous ones. Uh, there was a Willy Wonka one that was cool. They had the fucking Avatar one is ever. The Avatar one's in the airport. Jeez. I never saw anybody played. It was... Awful. Like the the jackpot was like over a million almost on it, because that's how little everyone plays it. <laughs> um to remember what else? There there's so many. and that's on top of all the other lame ass slot machines they have that I will never understand how they work. Yeah. Um so yeah, so all the character ones are really cool. If I if I think of any more, I'll throw them in there. Um all the table games were usual. I didn't see anything outrageous. Um, in terms of like, of course, the craps tables where all the noise and action was coming from. Um, but yeah, I, I look forward to to gambling again.
0: Uh, shows you see shows. Yes. I saw you saw the Jabberwockies.
1: That was the Jabberwockies. Fucking awesome. Um, I the, I actually watched like that first season of America's Best Dance Crew for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were awesome on that. And I'm glad to see that they've had actual success. It was incredible how good the show was. Um, they had a great story to it. They had just the great visuals, everything about it. And I'm not a show guy. Like we we would make fun of Augie when we went to theme parks because Augie's old and wants to go see the shows. Dude, there's a big difference between theme park shows and Vegas shows. Oh well, yeah. Anyone will tell you that. Yeah. Um. So the Jabberwockies was. I, it's probably still my favorite it, it'd be hard between the last night and jabbawockeez second night we saw the beatles love cirque du soleil it was good um i don't think i'm like a cirque du soleil person mm-hmm. in terms of like i have to have some semblance of a story and there is one but god if i was able to follow it um i mean it was cool to just sit there and rock out with the beatles you know that that was yeah. nice Um, and also I was, that was the day that the jet lag was really starting to bother me. Mm. Um, so I was like kind of dozing on and off and I had to piss like a racehorse because I had like seven beers beforehand. Um, including like the giant 32 ounce one that I brought in with me in the actual Beatles cup. Um, so it was good. Uh, you know, if you, if you're in that sort of thing, go for it. Uh, the last night we saw Absinthe, which had been built up by every single person I know that has been to Vegas. Sam's family was raping about it. Um, I'd put on Facebook about seeing Jebel Walking Loving and Allie Sweeney had said she's like, Oh my god, it's the Absence. I'm like, We are and she's like, That's great. And then <laughs> um every person like we'd like sit at a table with that was asking us like what we'd done, and we'd tell them, like, Oh, and then Saturday night we're going to Absinthe. They're like, Oh, you're going to see Absinthe, that show's awesome. So it had a lot to live up to. Um and that I didn't hear- What is it? It is, I um, think it is a like a Spiegel world underground, like tent Cirque du Soleil show. So it's not in an actual theater. They set up like this dingy like tent in the back of Caesar's palace. And they have um. it's like a Spiegel town. They have this skeezy uh, guy called the gazillionaire that runs it. And he has all these like sideshow acts that are basically Cirque du Soleil acts but so much better because they don't have like all the bullshit attached to them. It's just, Oh yeah, I'm going to pick this dude up with my finger and I'm going to do a trapeze act with a lesbian and catcher. The key is that it's the most vulgar thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so raunchy. And they say, they, they, they let you know up front. it's set up where the stage is only like, like nine feet, I think <laughs> like something ridiculously small wow. and you're all set up and you're all set up circle circus style around at the stage and all these, like this myriad of chairs. Um, and yeah, but he comes out and he insults the audience. And I don't mean like, like, like it's like roast insulting, like the most racist, sexist, homophobic shit ever. Jesus, And it's hysterical. <laughs> And then he has, like, this assistant, and she does, like, all these, like, weird... She has, like, the most grating, annoying voice, but then she does, like, these long, drawn-out, hilarious, fucking nasty stories. Um, And then, yeah, and then in between, they have... uh, They have uh, acts where there's three grown men that throw a dude up 20 feet in the air in a backflip and then catch him on each other's hands. Um, Jesus. Like, basically, like, you know the... uh, I'm pretty sure the two... You know the two guys in... Uh, that scene in Knocked Up where Paul Rudd and Zach, uh, Seth Rogen are on shrooms. He's like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? i oh, just lifting my brother. Those guys were in that show. <laughs> and they were lifting each other perpendicularly by one hand. Um, and then they did like a trapeze act. And then, and then, of course, in between all this, they're pointing out every like black guy that's dating a white girl and making fun of them. <laughs> and Jesus. And calling the two guys in the front row gay the entire night. And, oh, it was it was wonderful (laughs) it was and that's the thing the reviews for it too are like if you see one show your entire life go see absinthe Hmm. um so yeah so it's basically i would liken it to uh how uh avenue q is to sesame street as absinthe is to cirque du soleil okay yeah i I would make that comparison i think that's fair because the main two characters the people that created it are old cirque du soleil clowns Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. So it was awesome. It, again, I, that and Jabberwockies would be probably tied for me just because they were just fantastic. Um, other shows I would have liked to have seen. Um, I think we really did it the best. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the Rio and the Palm are kind of out of the way. I would have liked to have seen Penn and Teller. I thought that would have been cool. Um, I'm trying to think who else was there. There's a Rod Stewart show. Darned. Um, Of course, Shania Twain. Shania Twain, I was just about to say. Uh, (laughs) I never took so many fucking pictures of a Shania Twain billboard in my entire life. Um, (laughs) That was me that sent that picture, by the way. Which one? The one in the text message with all of us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, fuck, I thought it was ugly. Um, Yeah, uh, of course, we didn't hit up any of the... Being with my wife, we didn't hit up any of the... uh, Kind of the... uh, brothels brothels or the uh, strip clubs i you know i never really understood like how prevalent you, you think of the university of florida and you think of you know all the boxes of alligators and local gainesville newspapers mm-hmm. they have that in vegas but it's just nothing but fuck the horse pussy and whores yeah it's everywhere mm-hmm. i had no idea
0: um yeah, you know actually the nickname for Las Vegas is uh, Sin City. Oh, I don't know if figure. you know. Huh, no, no, I had no idea. Um Yeah, they don't skimp on, on just a few of them.
1: I had like nine hundred flyers thrown in my face from hotascorts.com. <laughs> um there was plenty of Asian masseuses in the back of like the little coupon books willing to have service. Oh, I got a massage while I was there, it was very nice. Not from one of those places. No, from, from the actual hotel I was staying at, uh, which somehow made my sciatica hurt worse. Um, but temporarily, it felt good. There was – I think the thing I wanted to mention about New York, like the, the generative New York comparison earlier, was I also didn't know that it was just like, like New York and that there's so many people in the street just trying to make a dollar in the worst ways. I saw so many bootleg Mickey Mouse outfits – and I saw, uh, like, an Alf-Chewbacca hybrid. And I saw... Uh, and here's the thing. These mascots are terrible, too, because they're just standing there on the street. And they'll just take their head up and, like, wipe the sweat off their brow in front of everybody. Just completely breaking character. Oh, yeah. Like, I tried to, illusion. Yeah, I tried to take a picture, but I was too far away when we were walking out of one of the malls um, of a Mario and Luigi standing on the side of the road, literally just holding their heads talking to one another. Not even trying to make money anymore. Just staying there fucking chilling. Um, I saw the oldest Elvis ever. Dude had to have been at least 80. Looked like George Hamilton's balls. Could have been Elvis. Could have, might have been. There was so much of that. Um, Of course, we didn't stop and take a picture. And then you had the people like playing the sitar or trying to do like three card Monty and stuff. It was just like, God damn it. I felt like Shooter McGavin. Damn you people. Go back to your shanties. <laughs> uh so that was that was a lot of fun um to be honest that's a part of vegas that's always
0: sort of intrigued me Is not the character all those people you know hustling but the people in the shanties like people that live in vegas
1: yeah i didn't yeah i have no idea i saw one las vegas strip like high-rise apartment i have no idea where anybody else lives <laughs> we didn't besides we went on the vegas strip and then we went on fremont street and then we went down to like dean martin boulevard where the in and out burger was besides that We just stayed on that one little mile of street because we were there four days and we still didn't see like half the casinos. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't even go into, um, what did we not go into? We didn't go into the Tropicana. We didn't go into the Monte Carlo. We didn't go into the Aria. Uh, We went in the Cosmopolitan with the fucking most baller chandelier in the world. Things worth like $100 million. Um, Like every piece of it is a legit diamond. Um, Didn't go into Bally's because I didn't feel like losing any weight. Didn't go into the Flamingo because it looked old. Didn't go in the Lynx. Um, went the Harrahs. Briefly went to Casino Royale. Uh, didn't go to the Palazzo. The win in the Encore is basically big-ass hotels. Uh, went to Treasure Island. Didn't get down to the Stratosphere because it was too far down on the end. So like we didn't go to half the places. And we were still on just on that one street. So there's still plenty for us to go back and do.
0: Good God. Um, <clears throat> when I go, because I'll be going eventually, one day in my life. And I hope they're all still there. I have a feeling that the places, the, the places I want to want to go to the most are just going to be all the links to old Vegas and all the just the, the, shit, the whole
1: like rat infested like. There's a charm to them, but like going down the Fremont Street and walking in the Binions, it was like, oh, I've been here before. It's called Ohio, because <laughs> it just like, you know, it was it was so difficult to not have a cigarette this entire weekend. Because it's mm. you think it's everywhere on the cruise, and then you go to the fucking Las Vegas, and it's everywhere. Um, and especially on Fremont Street, where you go to like Binions or the Gold Nugget, and every single person there has got like an old 1992 Toronto's Blue Jay jacket. You know, like those kind of like those old like 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 slimy looking dude jackets, the starter jackets, yeah. exactly. Um, and everyone's got like a Marlboro hanging off their mouth and all their money's gross. And you just, you walk in, it's just like, I'm going to get murdered in here or I'm going to lose all my money. And thankfully I just lost all my money. <laughs> but yeah. I, I much prefer the classier environment, which just and this is coming from me, mind you, uh, of like the Venetian and the Bellagio and the New York, New York compared to those old grimy places. Um, I definitely uh, Sam already approved it as well. Not that it need to be approved, but I want to have a like a swoggle squad trip to Vegas in the next like five years. Yeah. Just just the boys just fucking Vegas up. Cause if here's the thing, like if we if we do all that that was like Facebook things, we spent very little actual money on things besides yeah. gambling. Like it's cheap to go if you do it right. Mm-hmm. So we could go and, and do some serious damage. I feel like um, one other thing I want to mention. Oh, no, we can't talk about that halfway into the other podcast um, based on the pictures that I sent. Uh, yeah. And shopping, the shopping was night. Nice. I mean, it was just, I felt weird, like going into like a Macy's in Vegas. I'm like, I could just get this back home, but I'm always curious to see like what there is. Cause basically if you're going down the strip, there's parts of it where you have to go through like these little escalators and like overhead bridges Hmm. And they always lead back and forth into like all the malls. Cause there's like six malls right there on the strip. Hmm. um so you go in and it's like, "Oh, look at that place over there, and then you start walking around and it's also as hot as it was. It was still like in the mid eighties um in November during oh. the day, so it was nice to get the air conditioning, take the break and walk through um The thing now, I'll definitely talk about will be on the other podcast
0: you sent yeah, you sent pictures of certain pieces of memorabilia. were there any other like cool toys or anything that you saw um
1: there so was like there that? was there was of course the sports memorabilia. The the douchebag that looked like Brad Burgoff at the uh, the poker table kept talking about how he met Pete Rose earlier on the day, and I know exactly what spot he's talking about because of the thirty for thirty short. that Pete Rose like is a regular at this like sports autograph store. He just works there from like ten to four every day, <laughs> like signs <laughs> autographs and takes pictures. So there was a lot of really cool sports memorabilia. I saw a hundred thousand dollar Mickey Mantle rookie card. Um, oh my god! Yeah, so I saw a lot of that kind of stuff. There was a a lot of it is fancy smancy, you know, uh, difference, um, like Louis Vuitton and stuff like that. Um, trying to think what else? I mean, there were plenty of cool, like, like novelty shops, like the magic shops that they have. there. are really cool. You can get like a $6,000 animatronic, like Harry Houdini that'll hang upside down in your house. Uh, I saw like 900 Zoltar machines. I kept thinking, "Oh my god!" I kept thinking, hmm, "Do I want to be even older than myself?" Nah. <laughs> uh, so that I saw a lot of the magic stuff and like gag gifts and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, everything else is just pretty, pretty standard mall fare. Besides, you know, get three. I got I stocked up on colored Wayfarers. I'll tell you that much. It was like like every spot, there was like $3 colored Wayfarer. So me and Sam have like a, a color for like each, which is nice because I can match all. I can actually match my uh, my sunglasses to my attire all the time now. Five years ago, we couldn't get you to match your shirt and your shorts. Now that's all I do is match. Um. Well, yeah. sounds like you
0: had a great time, man.
1: It was a great time. I look forward to going back hopefully uh, in the next couple of years uh, and hitting up. Uh, hitting up a lot of other things for, for more more fun. And that's the other thing uh, I didn't mention about food uh, as we wrap up here. We scrape the surface. Like, a lot of these casinos have, like, 12 restaurants in them. Yeah. Um. You know, actually, hold on the phone one second. A, I'm going to go get my ice pack before we start the next podcast. And also, I still have the coupon book over here. I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything major. Uh-huh. Give me one second. All right. Sorry about that. All right. Let me go through this real quick. Um, there was like I said, Rod Stewart, Absinthe. Um, there's a lot of like, of course, just regular concerts. Like Kid Cudi and the Black Keys were there while we were there. Oh wow. Um, The Kings, Australian B G Show, Kiss was there as well. Um, Rita Rudner, I haven't said that name out loud ever. Uh, the two choices we had at the Luxor were Jabberwockies and Chris Angel. We did not do Chris Angel. Um, carrot top, which I was kind of curious. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be man. Yeah, uh, there was a Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil, which I thought could have been fun. David Copperfield uh, of course, a bunch of Cirque du Soleil shows. Um, Roseanne was there while we were there.
0: Oh man, are you fucking serious? And you didn't go?
1: No, we didn't. Boys the Men has a recurring gig there. Uh, oh. This guy, the this guy, the one uh, America's Got Talent has a main stage show. Uh, Jersey Boys. Panda, <laughs> it's like a Chinese Cirque du Soleil, Britney Spears, Jeff Dunham. Um, there's an Evil Dead musical at the uh, one of the shops. They have like a bunch of different shows that go in and out of there. That's one. of yeah, the Yeah, like, actually, there's... the
0: Evil Dead musical was uh, coming through Chicago. Nice. in early, early to mid-October. Well, actually, end of September, mid-October. And I'm super pissed, never got to see it. Because I've listened to the soundtrack. It's fucking
1: great. Nice. Uh, Eddie Griffin is the main comedian at the Rio because uh, he is still paying off a food bill.
0: No, he's still paying off that car. That guy.
1: car he wrecked, yeah. Uh, I was going to make that reference, but I didn't know if anybody would listen and get it. Uh, Rock of Ages. Uh, Tim Allen was there as well. He was all over town uh, just drinking. Yeah, uh, those are all like the shows and stuff. And then, yeah, restaurant wise, there's at least six or seven different places um, in each restaurant or in each like casino that just look insane and wonderful. Um, do you want me to give you some of the numbers to these Asian massage parlors?
0: No, I'm not in any rush.
1: No. OK, cool. I mean, they they come to your hotel room, so <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they won't mind the ve- uh, the the trek to Chicago.
0: Are you serious? They go to your hotel room. Most
1: of these is all they do. Good God. Yeah, call and text direct to your home or hotel 24-7. Sexy, slim, busty, young, pretty. (laughs) AAAvegasmassage.com Whoops! Hey, they're not paying for this. Oh, also, I sent Steve a picture of CSI The Experience, which we did in Orlando. I was like, (laughs) hey, should I go again? Maybe we'll get a different case. But no, it's the same three cases I saw in the taxi. That's funny. Uh, And the one last thing I'll add is that... uh, you know, for all the Vegas gets a bad crap, all the customer service was immaculate. Great customer service across the board, whether they be the people that worked at the hotels, whether they be like the just like the cashiers, the stores, the waiters, um, anybody you you go up and ask a question to was super awesome. it was really weird because I was expecting I mean, it to kind of be like abrasive and you know just kind of like again like I was thinking like the like kind of the New York mentality everyone was wonderful except some of the dealers are kind of shitty but that's to be expected
0: right yeah you said that but yeah i would i would absolutely expect that just for it being i mean it's the hospitality hub of the west
1: yeah it was awesome like big ups to all them people because they were they made it a really nice time just to be like had never a fear of asking like a stupid question because they they deal with it 900 times a day so
0: yeah <laughs> well but that's vegas also not a stupid question hey is this podcast over
1: uh, yeah, I think it is.
0: All right. Well, then, yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Mullet, dude, that sounds like an awesome time. It just got me excited for whenever it is that we are going to go. Uh, Just builds up my expectations even more and more than it already has been. It's going to happen. So that's going to do it for this episode of The Blank Slate. Feel free to hit us up. Tell us about your Vegas experiences, whether you want us to say them on the air or not. Uh, as vegas has that kind of reputation but you can hit us up send us an email at blank slate podcast at com, as well as blank at blank slate pod on twitter and yeah also please 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 remember to subscribe to us on itunes and stitcher leave us five stars and a review or you know whatever many stars or whatever you know it's cool but yeah leave us a review and uh if it's something cool you want me to read on the air i'll do that as well to give you a nice little shout out and thank you very much for listening as well as find us on our mothership our home site of podswoggle.com as part of the ever-growing hint hint podswoggle network on there you could also find you can find the original podswoggle a wrestling podcast with entertainment Married with movies, a movies podcast with marriage and a, another podcast yet to be announced. More details coming soon. Uh, so yeah, Mullet, anything you'd like to, uh, plug, uh, you'd like to plug yourself and, or uh, any last thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, you can hit me up on Twitter at your host Mullet. I infrequently tweet, but now that, uh, rich and Tope reminded me that the Cavs basketball season is upon us or is here. Uh, I probably should be doing that more. Uh, it's kind of hard to when you can't physically sit still. Um and, I, and that's on a pinched nerve. That's just me watching the calves and freaking the fuck out.
0: It's a good thing your phone is mobile.
1: Yeah, it's still gonna, like I shake. Have it while you're still- <laughs> <laughs> shake. I shake. Um it, it makes me nervous. But uh yeah. That's uh that's all for me. Cool.
0: And as you know, you can always find me on Twitter at Rich cami, on Instagram at richcammy 4 yeah, thank you very, very much for listening to this episode of the Blank Slate. You can go ahead and delete this now.
1: Catch you, Slater, bitches. Yeah, you all know, a bunch of bitches. <laughs> all right, now they're off there. <laughs> yes.
0: This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit Podswoggle.com for more of that
1: sweet, sweet entertainment.